You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. And we back for another episode on Roll Mind Wednesday today. And we got my man, the YouTube, the Instagram sensation, NFL Mike. When we got the real deal, Luca Thomas on the mic. Real Lil here, baby, 99 problems. 99 pod, excuse me. But anyway, with that being said, you know raw thoughts make a lot of mistakes. Here we go. Hit my music. You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From fresh box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You want to be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. And we're back, people. And we're back, man. We got my guys here ready to rock and roll. With that being said, uh, plug yourself in. Let's start off with real live. Yeah, what's going on, man? Y'all know where the vibe's at. Um, 99 Pod. It's not 1999 anymore podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Um, you can catch me outside as well, and I don't mean it in a fighting way. I'm a loving guy. You know, catch me outside talking <laughs> sports. Okay, and that's exactly what we're going to do today. So I'm, I'm ready to get it in. And here we go. The guest of the day. Here we go. He said, how about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, man, I appreciate you for having me, Ryan. You guys can find me, NFL Mike, on all platforms. Pretty easy to find. You'll see my big old face yelling about something, probably something about the Chargers or the Raiders. But also on YouTube, MJT Football. It's my collaborative channel. I do it with my two co-hosts, Tony Tucker and Joe Morley. If you don't know those guys, go over to that YouTube channel, get to know those guys and myself. We do a lot of debating over there. We catch each other outside also. Hey, yeah, these both of these guys got some some – some followers, man. Some subscribers, and man, I, I gotta get up with them. I gotta catch up. I gotta catch up, people. But here we go. Let's talk about some breaking news today before I go into other topics. Uh, here we go. Carr is bitch. Derek Carr, because I'm about to say David Carr, his brother. Derek Carr is bench out of nowhere, ladies and gentlemen. Josh McDaniels decides to bench him. Um, let's go with the guest real quick, man. Before I bring in my boy, Real Leah. NFL Mike, you're a Chargers guy in the AFC West, so you know a lot about this. So go ahead. Give me your raw thoughts. Yeah, man. There's nowhere else I want to give these raw thoughts. This is the first time I spoke on the topic so far as well, other than like a little clip up that I put up there. But it's a cold-hearted business out there. The reason that the Raiders are doing this is because contractually, if Derek Carr gets hurt in these final two games, they're locked in to pay him next year. So to avoid him getting hurt and locking in that payday and putting them in a bad spot where they can't trade a guy who just had a terrible, you know, career-low season with Devontae Adams at wide receiver and a $45 million contract. They're icing him, they're benching him, and then they can actually cut him or trade him before a certain date. And the cap penalties and all that stuff's going to be a lot lighter on the Raiders. This is a pure business move by the Raiders. But morality-wise, you got to question it. Because as a fan of a team that had a quarterback for multiple decades at the helm in Phillip Rivers, 
They sent him off the right way. They told him four games ahead of time, hey, we're probably going to be moving on next offseason. This is the last ride. And they let him finish out his career as a Charger. They didn't let Carr do that. His last pass as a Raider is a game-losing interception to eliminate them from the playoffs. That is disrespectful to a guy who's been through as much as you can as an NFL quarterback in this league and still stayed true, still been a leader, still been there for his team, and still been there for the fan base more than anything. I think the Raider fan base is, is upset about this. So business-wise, makes complete sense. I know why the Raiders are doing this. Morality-wise, I raised some questions. Real Lil, talk to me. I agree 100% with um, my guy Mike here because the morale is missing, right? This was a guy that got you to the playoffs last year despite all the dysfunction that comes with being a Raider, the black color, right? You know, the black cat, the black rat, the black mat, everything black, right? It's just bad. He stuck there with y'all. He got him to the playoffs last year. And all the tears at the presses. I mean, it, the morale is missing. However, we do know who's coaching the team. We do know where he came from, okay? And who was his coach, literally, um, Bill Belichick, who you learned from. You talk about morale, there's none with Bill Belichick. He said, go <laughs> walk. Go ahead, Tom Brady. You won six chips for me. Walk. I don't need you. I'm better than you. Right? This was the same coach in Bill Belichick who cut somebody the day of the Super Bowl. Like, the day before the Super Bowl. He got himself a haircut for the Super Bowl. Say, I don't care about your haircut, bro. Where you getting the haircut for? You going home. But, okay, this is where Josh McDaniels is learning from. And guys that leave Bill Belichick want to be Bill Belichick, okay? So, um, you see it today, okay? Josh McDaniels getting his inner Bill Belichick on and making the godfather decision, which he did today. And it's all inevitable that Derek Carr is no longer a Raider. Um, Ryan, I'm going to pass it back to you with this. I'm not sure if I said it on this show. I know I said it a lot of times. Three years ago, when Tom Brady was a free agent, I said that Tom Brady was going to be a Raider. I had a dream, and I'm not talking about a dream that I wanted to have. I'm not talking about an MLK, I have a dream, which is really not a dream, but a vision. I had an actual dream that he was a Raider. When he went to Tampa Bay in 2020, I said to myself, wait, hold up, Lil. You're supposed to be the Lil Shadamas. Why is it not happening? Why is he in Tampa Bay and your dream said a Raider? But you know what? Sometimes you got to be patient and let history play itself out. Because I'm telling you this right now, I'm going to go full throttle with my dream. Tom Brady will be here on this team next year because he will not be in Tampa Bay. He will not be in Tampa Bay. Man, raw thoughts. Y'all hit a lot, man. And by the way, thanks NFL Mike for telling me why. They set him down. I really thought he was scared of the 49ers defense. I thought Josh McDaniels was like, hey, look, no one defense in the league, baby. Coming through. And we don't want you to take this beating. You know, we already had the playoffs. Why not? So it made sense to bench him. But now they bench him. Now they have a chance to cut him. I would not be surprised if on that show, the shop, that Tom Brady, he said anything about this guy. He was basically talking about Derek Carr. You're going to choose him over me? Now he has a chance to say, let's move him out of here and bring him in. And why not? A guy who's familiar with Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels, who's been around OC, around him for a long time. Even if when he did go to the Broncos for a little bit, came back. Anytime, anytime that Tom Brady gets hurt or anytime that Josh McDaniels gets the job and he gets fired, he always ends back. He's that one guy. Matter of fact, take that back. That's a few guys. If you are part of the Patriots family, you can keep a job. You may not be the head coach, but you can get a job. You get fired, Matt Patricia. You know what, Matt Patricia? I'm still I'm in DC over here now, but you can be the office coordinator. I don't know how that works, but let you know they look out for their people. So with that being said, I can see that. And man, also I can see this. There's some things brewing in San Francisco. We never know. He's from home, but I'll leave it at that. With that being said, essential collections, essential collections by Monica Ricks, handmade products, authentic products. Bath products, facial products, products for kids. You name it. She has it. She makes it with her own hands. Use a promo code RawMind. Use a promo code RawMind, and you'll get a 15% discount. It's a little bit after the holidays, but she says she's going to keep her discounts available to the end of the year. So that being said, we're going to go to this next topic here that I feel like is uh, it's going to be uh, interesting to see. So I'll go here first. Is Zach Wilson a bus? Yes. 
Hey, go ahead, go ahead, real Go ahead. I'm gonna let you start first. We already said it. It's bless. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, how can I put this nicely, right? I'm trying to be a nice guy here. You know, um, I would say this, right? Yes, in a way. Yes, he is for now. Now, you see, if you're the Jets, you had an opportunity, and I don't know how y'all feel about tanking on the show. I really don't know how y'all feel about that. But I do believe in all actuality, taking a blow to give a blow, you know, sometimes that's the best way to go. For an example, there was a game that the Jets won that they wasn't supposed to win against the Rams two years ago. It was upset of the year with Sam Donald. And that put them out of position to get Trevor Lawrence. And that gave the Jaguars position to draft Trevor Lawrence. So now, ironically, they played each other last week on Thursday. And Zach Wilson is getting booed by his own fans at home. And Trevor Lawrence, now everybody talking about this cat. Like, yo, this is the guy that we thought we was going to see. Look, okay, the same thing happened with the Miami Dolphins when it came to to um, not taking when Brian Flores took over that job, and now they stuck with Tua. Uh, hopefully Tua, um, you know, get better with his concussion, but they missed out on um, Joe Burrow because of that. So even if Zach Wilson is a bust, I'm not trying to hear all that. I'm not trying to hear no complaining from Jets fans. This is the guy that y'all took with the number two pick. Y'all said, let's get off old man Sam. Let's um get this quarterback instead of getting the player, instead of actually losing the game you're probably not supposed to win and getting Trevor Lawrence. What is that game going to do? What is that game that y'all want against the Rams going to do for you today? Absolutely nothing. So, yes, he is a bust, but nobody should be complaining. All right, you go ahead, uh, NFL Mike. Hey, he's a, he's a definition of a bust. It doesn't get much more busty than, than what he's done in these first couple of years and then getting benched for Mike White. A guy that shouldn't be playing in the NFL. A guy that should probably be playing in the U.S. or the XFL. I mean, he's out here making the team look good. Winning games. Putting up points. Getting them in the red zone more often than any of the quarterbacks they've had over the last couple of years in this QB carousel that they've had. They wasted that second overall pick on Zach Wilson a few years ago. They reached on a guy that everyone said we weren't sure about because he hadn't played a, a same level of competition as Justin Fields. He didn't have the same uh, just straight-out DNA as Trey Lance. He didn't have what Trevor Lawrence has with all the buzz that Trevor Lawrence has had all the way back to high school. He didn't have any of that, and the Jets went and took him anyways because they thought that they knew best. It's time to stop thinking you know best. Go get Lamar Jackson. Go get Derek Carr. Get an established quarterback and put him in there. See what they can do with Brees Hall and this defense. Raw thoughts, I'm going to give you two scenarios. I'm, I'm going to do like Stephen A sometimes. Stephen A likes to give you two sides. I know me and NFL might have some stuff the other day. We had a joke about Stephen A. So I'm going to give you two sides. Uh <clears throat> Maybe the NFL, maybe the teams that the Jets always used to get it together, always trying to find new things all the time, always in the situation of the top picks in the draft. Maybe they didn't have the right system for for Zach Wilson. Then I go to my other side. Zach Wilson, you got a gift. You had the whole NFL food. You had NFL scouts food when you was at BYU. You had people looking at chops to get you at number one or number two. Well, they had Trevor Lawrence automatically number one. These people really was after you at number two over multiple guys. You had Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Matt Jones. They could have went after anybody else. Brock Purdy even went last. No, that was last on the draft. I'm sorry, sorry. But um, I'm still saying to myself, like, you had people fooled. Now people feel like you're a bust. I don't know where this going to end at. Who could get him? I don't know who, who would like him. I thought about the Kansas City Chiefs. He could be a nice backup. He ain't going to be a starter. He could be a backup, but I'm going to be real. Raw thoughts, Zach Wilson really had me fooled to the point where I said to myself, like, people are really going in to get that pick, to get him. Like, they was going to go all the way in to the point where they were going to give up a lot of draft picks for Zach Wilson. Now, imagine the people who actually saved themselves. Imagine the 49ers not getting number two pick and staying in number three. Imagine all this stuff without the shenanigans because, I mean, Zach Wilson probably been on the bench, honestly. Because with Jimmy G playing and outside of injury stuff, he still been he used to have been not available. But it's still a tough situation. With that being said, we're gonna go to the next topic here. Um, I gotta find that. Um, the Broncos fired their coach. They fired a guy, and we have Hustle Russell who got traded. 
Everybody in Denver in the great cold weather, you know, my high was so happy, pumped up. Him and Sierra still doing videos. They still dancing, like they making love, whatever the song they were had or whatever. So they still doing a lot of fun stuff. So NFL, Mike, I'm going to go with you. How do you feel about this move? I mean, I feel good. Heading into the season, the AFC West was looking like it was going to be a bloodbath, man. And my Chargers were in trouble with, with having to compete with three other potential super teams within the same division. Well, one has already benched their starting quarterback. Now the other one's fired their head coach two weeks before the season ends. It's going just how I wanted it to go, so I feel great about it. But yeah, they had to do this because they put too much money into Russell Wilson to let this look like, especially the new ownership in Denver, to let this look like this is Russell Wilson's fault, even though some of it is Russell Wilson's fault. They're playing in a similar system to what Russell Wilson ran in Seattle. There really is no reason for their offense to be as bad as it is. And I, I will let everyone know that the Broncos have had the best defense of all time to not make the playoffs. I, it is insane how good this Broncos defense is for how right. bad the offense is. The offense is awful. Worse than the league. They, yeah. There have been games. I think that there is a number out there. I don't know what what the number exactly is where the Broncos could have like six to nine more wins this season if the offense could score 20 points. 20. We're not talking about 40. We're talking about less than the average NFL team. And they have they traded for Russell Wilson. So they've got to make a move here. I don't know what their move's going to be at head coach. There's been some murmurs about Sean Payton potentially being interested there. Maybe that vet Russell Wilson had, the veteran experience Russell Wilson has intrigues Sean Payton. I don't know what the move's going to be for them, but they've got to go a different direction than Nathaniel Hackett because otherwise, who are they going to blame for what's happened this year? They can't blame the quarterback. He has two more years at least. <laughs> and Tony Tucker, your guy off of MJT, says Broncos organization has fallen off a cliff. No legit head coach is going to want that job. Here we go. Let the ball, let the games begin. <laughs> really, how you feel about it? Uh, real quickly here. You know, shout out to Tony Tucker. You know, you and Mike, y'all need to come on 99 Pod and let's do a collab, man. That would definitely be <laughs> real fast for the works. But I would say this. How do I feel? Um, it, You know, it was inevitable. I always tell people I could always look at a coach on the sideline and look at their body language. And if they feel like they're distant and you look in the eyes, I always look in the man's eyes to know what that person is about. Give me five minutes with you in the room. Let me look in your eyes. I know all about you, bro. When I saw this man on the sideline, I'm like, he's finished. He knows he's done. Okay, so week one against the Broncos, I could have bet $5,000 on site that this man was out. There was no recovery from that. With that being said, let's not act like Russell Wilson is walking out here scot-free. The man's is trash now. All right, he has declined. Number one, it's not even in Denver only. Like I said, Prior to the offseason, that they were going to be last in the division, correct? Okay. That he was declining, correct? Because his last year in Seattle, I don't care what stats you want to throw my way. It's not even about the stats. Use your eyes. I saw it. He was declining then. And you can say finger injury, this, that, and the third. I don't even care. Whatever it was, whatever injury, he was declining then. Okay. And I look what Pete Cow was doing with um my man Geno Smith. How many years has this guy been in the league? Like I said before on my show earlier today, he about to turn into Lovey Smith next year with the beard. That's how long he'd been a journeyman in the NFL. And yeah, he was able to revitalize his career. He said no to that. I don't want to run your offense. It's too outdated for me. I want to win MVP. Okay, now this is what you get because you think you're bad. It's the same thing like Kevin Durant when he went to Brooklyn. I think I'm the you-know-what. Okay, figure it out yourself. I don't need a coach. I need an equal. Some guy that can meet me halfway, but he ain't my coach. We business partners. Okay, you, well, your business partner just got fired. <laughs> so, me, raw thoughts, man. I always think about people who always say, like, Russell Wilson is only good as a supporting cast around him. He had a good defense this year. He still didn't get it done. Had some good players around him. Still can get it done. He had Legion of Boom around him a while back. And it was a strong running game with Marshawn Lynch. Did you see Russell Wilson just tag you apart with his numbers? No, you didn't. You know, the running game. Jonathan Williams got hurt. was crucial to him. Melvin Gordon fumbled a lot. So I think that was a key part, like keeping Russell Wilson from being the guy who uh, has to win the game on his own. You know, Russell Wilson is a, a nice toy you like and you want to keep him because it's season and you feel like he's just there. But it's, it's, it's something that's just missing, man. And I think Pete Carroll is the guy 
who knew when he drafted Russell Wilson what Russell Wilson was going to be. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. And I don't mean to cut you off. Every coach know their quarterback. They know the person they have in the room. They know how good he is, what he can and cannot do. We can watch Sunday night football, Sunday football, whatever, and think we know. They know more. They see these guys every day in the film room, OTAs practice, game situation, etc. Right? So they know. They kind of knew. They, they, they're allowed in the world. They kind of knew that what they had in the room. Okay? And uh, when it comes to Russell Wilson, I'm not trying to slander this man, but it is what it is. Guys are fake. Okay? Um, he's too concerned with the brand of Russell Wilson. Sitting in the press box with watching Goodell. Two Super Bowls in a row. Okay? The things he does is weird. Okay? Really weird. Like, focus with being on the team. When you get sacked and nobody help your behind up, that's a problem. That's what's yeah. Wilson right there. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, Seattle fans out there, Denver fans out there, it begs the question, right? All these years we've complained, maybe five years at least, about how we haven't been helping Russell Wilson with any offensive linemen. The defense has been awful in Seattle since the LLB split up, and they haven't been able to get it done. They haven't been able to get to that next level. They haven't really – they've been wild card contenders and, and division contenders, but they really haven't been – contenders and it always was the defense neo line sucks now, how much of that narrative was kind of covering up some stuff it's starting to look like when russell wilson has to take the team on his back maybe it wasn't necessarily so much let russ cook season you know for the seattle seahawks and pete carroll saw that this just goes to show how important coaching is too because pete carroll is making geno smith look like russell wilson right and you know what's crazy one and he's a free agent by the way this season one more and i'm done the reason why this topic is very passionate for me was because I remember going back a couple years when everybody gave Russell Wilson MVP week one, okay, and he was cooking, and then, you know, the, the philosophy changed a little bit. Pete Carroll was starting to give him the ball to throw a lot, and I came on this show, well, not this show, on In the Huddle, where we was known as In the Huddle before we turned to 99 Park. Me and Zach got in a huge debate, the biggest debate we ever had. I was screaming at the top of my lungs in favor of Russell Wilson. Okay, and why he's the most viable player of the league. He was going for Patrick Mahomes, my cause. And he made me look like a fool immediately. Embarrassed <laughs> me. So that's why this is a, a passionate thing for me right here. <laughs> Man, it's overrated. It's overrated. <laughs> and with that being said, Tony Tucker says, if a QB's excellence relies on athleticism, the end is always in sight. Oh, boy. Next topic here, people. Uh, let, let's talk about something we just talked about right there, though. Where did Sean Payton go? Sean Payton and winning star rallying coaches. Ain't got a job yet. He got big fans. He goes as defensive coordinator. You know, where do you guys see Sean Payton going? Um, really, it's your turn. Arizona. I think he's going to end up in Arizona. You know, when I look at the, the, you know, around the league and the teams that he's interested in, the Cowboys and the Chargers, like I said before, me personally, I don't care if you make the, the, the AFC championship game. Brandon Staley, you got to go. I'm worried about oh. the long term. Okay, I'm worried about the long term. I know Joe Lombardi. Joe Lombardi can't call plays. Okay, I know Brandon Staley. I know he's all right at best. He's not a great coach. I want a Hall of Fame quarterback. I want that combined too. The Ben Roethlisberger, Mike Tomlin. The Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. The Sean Payton, Drew Brees. Those are the Two guys that I want. Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. But they're the El Cheapos of the world. El Cheapo, okay, get the joke there. All right, so I don't think they're going to make that move. The Cowboys, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Who knows what happens in the first round or not. I think Mike McCarthy is going to be back. So it's really down, in my honest opinion, to the Broncos and the Cardinals. I just finished slamming the Broncos. That leaves me with the Cardinals. You got Kyler Murray, who's still a talented quarterback. I know Diva. I know, you know, we can question some things about him. He's still talented. We can't deny that. You got D-Hop. You got Marquise Brown. You have, uh, 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 you know, a situation, geographical. I mean, who wouldn't want to live in Arizona? I think they check most of the boxes, not all, but most, and they're open. So I can see him going over there. Go ahead, NFL Mike. Yeah, I think the Cardinals are a likely spot. I mean, he would be... Sean Payton and Vic Fangio as a combo would probably be the only saviors for Denver. They could actually carry Russell Wilson still. And like I said, that veteran to coach uh, combination probably would work out a little bit better than Nathaniel Hackett 
and Russell Wilson. But if you look at the way things are unfolding, Arizona has a young quarterback. Arizona currently is in the slot for the fourth overall pick in next year's draft. Mm. Arizona has some expiring contracts. Some expiring veterans are going to be out. I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to get traded. I think J.J. Watt is retiring. A couple big contracts are going to loosen up the cap a little bit for the Arizona Cardinals so Sean Payton can make some moves, maybe bring in Taysom Hill or something, whatever he wants to do. Uh, And I think that's just the best option for him right now. And the Arizona Cardinals would love to have him. They absolutely would love to have him. This is a franchise that's been trying to get over that Super Bowl hump ever since Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald were together in Phoenix. So I think that Arizona Cardinals are the most likely spot. I would say the Panthers and the Saints are going to throw their hats in the ring to try and convince Sean Payton to come over. But me, Roth thoughts, I'm going to make it real quick. Somebody just hit me right there when you guys are talking. It's a Roth thought. I'm a Roth thought guy. So I said Denver at first. I said air between Denver and Arizona. But I realized be picking Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury got a huge contract. He's going to have to get paid out if he gets fired. So so I feel like right now at this moment with that raw thoughts, if he's going to get paid out to get fired and bring in Sean Payton, <clears throat> this is new. This is new what I was thinking about. I would not be surprised if the Dallas Cowboys get rid of Mike McCarthy and bring in Sean Payton and get rid of the whole coaching staff. If this guy can fire, if Arizona can fire, their coaching staff, I'm pretty sure Jay Jones fired his coaching staff extremely quick. And I do think Denver is the favorite. I think Steve Wilson has done enough in Carolina with scraps. That's what I want to say, raw thoughts, to, you know, to keep these guys in playoff contention. So they may say, you know what, you got done dirty in Arizona. Let's, 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 you know, make it right. And let's give you a couple of years and see what you can really do. He's a Charlotte native. He's from the area. So that could be that, could be that part. You know, Sean Payton retired on the Saints to give Dennis Allen that job. I just don't see him just coming back to trying to take that guy job and get him fired in New Orleans. I mean, I think my last point on this is that any team that wants him is desperate to win, and not in a bad way, right, but they're Mm -hmm. desperate to win because you have to realize what they're going to have to give up. Number one, you're paying top dollar for him. So that that coach automatically is going to be at the top of the pay scale. In the National Football League. So you're paying that. You're paying him. Then you might have to offer draft compensation to the Saints. Because I believe they still own his rights. So you might have to buy him out. So you have to buy him out. You got to pay him. And then let's say if you have a quarterback like Justin Herbert. Who's going to command a big hefty contract. Okay. We know how the market is right now. That's why I'm a little bit hesitant with the charges. Although I see the fit. I don't see the money. Like I don't see a, a, a cheap franchise overnight saying. I want to be cheap today. Also, yeah, you take out last offseason for the Chargers, they've been reluctant to spend big. And it's kind of been a little bit of an Achilles heel during Philip Rivers' career because we never really loaded the team up other than the draft pieces that we've gotten, like LaDainian Thompson, Antonio Gates, Keenan Allen. All these guys come from the draft. We rarely bring in big-name free agents like they did in last offseason with J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack and Sebastian Joseph Day and these guys. So I think it's less likely that the Chargers would go well, you only get one opportunity to do this, so let's bring him in. I think it's more likely that someone like Jerry Jones would go, oh, you only get one opportunity. Right, I can see him doing that, no doubt. You know, I see what, I see what Tony said, hot take, because I was just thinking about Tua, because I think he's out of the door. He didn't have too many concussions. Yeah, I think he's out of the door this year. I think they, they're looking yeah, for whoever. Um, hot take is the Dolphins collapse. Brady agrees to join Dolphins with Peyton by Mike Medellin. Could be a possibility. And he said Dolphins all lost a pick for tampering with Peyton. Now I got another topic before we um get out of here. Here we go. Chargers are finally in the playoffs. Woo! So how do we feel about the Chargers being in the playoffs? Let's let my guy, NFL Mike, get his rant on because I know this is going to be a whole celebration here. <laughs> I mean, rejoice, right? Finally, Justin Herbert gets in the playoffs. And this is also why I don't think Brendan Staley is going to get fired. Because last year, and it was Brendan Staley's fault, but last year, the Chargers were two seconds away from making the playoffs. That would be two years in a row. And that would be two out of the three years that Justin Herbert's been in the league if we just don't go like that. That's the only thing that we had to keep from going. So I, I think it's exciting. It's, it's really exciting for Chargers fans who've been through a lot over the last couple of years, the team moving. Philip Rivers reti- or leaving and then eventually retiring from the league. And then we get Justin Herbert and we go through the whole development and rebuilding an entire roster in three years. And we've gotten to this point now 
where the Chargers fans deserve this, man. The last time I saw the Chargers play in the playoffs was back in 2013. I was stationed overseas for the 2018 playoff run. So as a fan myself, it's just going to be an honor to see some meaningful football. And uh, I don't know if you guys have seen (laughs) Justin Herbert play before, but I feel like anything can happen, especially after what we saw last year in, in the playoffs and what the Bengals did. The Chargers probably looking back at that going, we have a better team than that Bengals team that ran all the way through the AFC and went to the damn Super Bowl. So Joey Bosa's getting healthy. The wide receivers are healthy. The Chargers, get a, run, Chargers get a run game going, and this pass rush is humming. They can beat anyone come playoff time, and I'm excited to see it. Go ahead, really. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good for, for the progression of Justin Herbert to experience postseason football. You know, you don't want to be sitting home or going to Cancun around this time. You want to be, you want to feel the stimulation of a a game that's like at the edge where championships are won, where champions are made, where superstars get that superstar label. That Patrick Mahomes, oh, he's the best quarterback in the league, Josh Allen label, right? He needs that experience, and I think that's good getting his feet wet. Now, with that being said, I mean, look, they could always be dangerous when you have elite quarterback play. You're always going to be in any game. So let's say, hypothetically, they play Kansas City, a division foe. They play each other twice a year. So they already know what to expect if they were to play Kansas City first round of the playoffs. So they should be a team that you give them a shot to win that game, right? So at the end of the day, I like the fact that they're winning. Like, they're showing me a little bit more. And I'm torn because, as I stated to my guy Mike before the show, I think it does harm in a way making the playoffs because – of you rocking with Brandon Staley after. But at the same time, I do like the fact that they're winning games being tough. It's strictly toughness. All the injuries, offensive line, wide receivers, defensively, they assemble the super team on paper. Well, guess what? They, they, they don't look like a super team right now. But the toughness is carrying them, which is something that you want in the playoffs. Forget about explosiveness. Yeah, we want to see a little bit more of that. We saw that last year. They didn't make the playoffs last year. And they were explosive, right? We are seeing the toughness, the grind it out, okay? The grinding the football game out, and that's something they're going to have to do in the playoffs. Hopefully, they can sprinkle some of that explosion that they normally do have with Justin Herbert to put them over the top. I like to see in Chargers in the playoffs. <clears throat> that's all it is. I feel like they're going to be a team that, for playoff purposes, can upset some really good teams. That style of play can do it. When the Chargers are not in the playoffs, I look at certain teams, you kind of like pick who's going to win. You know, games, but Chargers have like this style of play that can win over no matter where they're at. You know, you just hope you ain't got to go all the way to Buffalo in the cold, cold, but it's probably going to happen. But I feel like the Chargers have this style that can match up with a lot of teams that people don't really think about. And I think teams are in the AFC are scared when the Chargers are in the playoffs. That's my raw thoughts. I'm going to give, I'm going to give two hot topics. I'm going to give you 10, 20 seconds to give me an um, answer. Then I'm gonna go to a raw thought moment, which you give me 30 seconds. What you feel? Um, topic here. What's the price for Nick Bosa? I'm gonna let Nick. I'm gonna let real Lil go. Then I'm gonna let you go. We're just gonna give a price out. Throw it out. Is it huge, low, or what? I think you muted. Is you mute? All right, you go. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. It's hefty. You know, this is one of the best plays at his position. I'm going to say hefty. I'm going to just leave it at that. Resume speaks for itself. All right. NFL Mike, how you feel? I'm looking over here at TJ Watt's contract and Joey Bosa's contract. Uh, we're looking at $28 million a year, Ryan, to break the record. So congratulations. <laughs> All right. So the next one is God's Almighty. I can see 28.5. Let me see if I can get it up here. Okay. Jalen Hurts injury a worry right now. Yes or no? NFL yeah. might. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a little bit of a worry for the Eagles because they just got to get him back out on the football field. But I think that if his mobility and everything isn't affected by this, and it's only really just the shoulder that's, that's hurt from this and his legs are going to be completely fine, the majority of this offense is going to be running the ball come playoff time. I've seen the Eagles so many times in games where they, they go fast, and they go through the passing game in the first quarter, just to let a team know, like, hey, we can't throw the ball, back off, and then they just pound the ball down your throat. And that's what's going to happen in the playoffs. Mm. How do you feel about that, uh, really? There's a little bit of concern, because um, 
I'm not sure about his status this week. You know, you have to factor in that they have a bye. So if he's not playing next week, do you throw him out there week 18? Do you clinch this week? Do you don't clinch? Do you throw him out there? Then you have to buy. Is he out of the rhythm? I'm a little bit worried for that reason. And that's why, you know, the Cowboys winning doesn't help them. Because now the Cowboys are forcing them. And I trust the Minshew. It's not even only about that, right? If he would have come in and had to be QB1, it should be fine. But now you have to win one out of the two. Okay, and now, like I said, you have to manage. Do you want to throw him out there? Is he clear to go? Is he good to go? And then you have the rest factor and the out of rhythm factor that a buy in the playoffs brings you. Yeah, I think it worries me because um, <clears throat> it's in a weird time. Like, they're trying to get the number one seed. You need to secure the number one seed to get a buy. But you're hurt, and you're hoping that Minshew can carry you to two victories to keep the number one seed. And that puts you in a situation where, like, okay, Washington football team wants to make the playoffs, Giants playoffs, um, Cowboys doing enough. They got Tennessee tomorrow. We'll see how that goes to really put an issue on it. Um, <clears throat> I had to see what uh, Tony said to say from Eagles to Seagulls. If Hurts <laughs> shoulder doesn't heal, whew, it's over for him. So, with that being said, now I'm going to give you guys a raw thought minute. The raw thought minute contains whatever their raw thoughts are. At the moment, so I give them like a minute to give me their raw thoughts, and they are on the clock. So, real Leo, what are your raw thoughts in sports today? I mean, my raw thoughts is that, um, you know, to uh, you got to do what's best for yourself, bro, and do what's best, best for your health. You know, I understand that football has bought you, has been good to you from a financial standpoint, but it hasn't been good to your body. The hip dislocation that could have altered your career. The concussions, okay, it's not fair. CTE is the monster that you can't see. You can play with it. It could kill you. It could hurt you. And you don't even see it. So you have to be smart. I would have loved to see him get that second contract that an NFL quarterback get. But unfortunately, or fortunately, you could say, health is better than wealth. And that's just what it is. So my raw minute is that, Tua, you got to do what's best for yourself. You got to shut it down. I'm not sure shutting it down for the season accomplishes anything. What I mean by shut it down, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I mean shut it down completely. It's a wrap because I'm worried about Tua. All right, there you go. NFL Mike, what's your raw thoughts? My raw thoughts thoughts are to call everyone out and cover your ears, Ryan, because I know you're not going to like this very much. I see a lot of hate on a very specific quarterback in this league. Every week that he makes a small mistake, he can throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns, but if he makes a small mistake, he's getting roasted by everyone across the NFL. He's been playing good this year. He's got a good team around him, a team that's going to compete come playoff time. I need credit on Dak Prescott's name for his performance this week against the Philadelphia Eagles defense where his offense put up 40 Uh points. He threw threw a pick He threw a pick six on the first play of the damn game, and I started getting texts. Like, there's your boy Dak throwing them picks. I didn't get no text the rest of the game when he went for 350 and three touchdowns and then ended up scoring the game-winning touchdown as well. I didn't hear from nobody. I just probably want to keep the same energy. We're going to roast the guy. I'm not saying that you got to rank him in your top ten. I'm not saying you got to rank him in your top five. But if we're going to roast the guy one day, we got to praise the guy the next day when he does good. Don't don't try and turn away from that. I know you're a Niners fan, Ryan. So I'm sorry for the Cowboys stuff on your show. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm going to let you all chime in on that real quick, really. You had something to say. I mean, you know, at the end, he kind of tailored, <laughs> tailored it to the way I understand it. Because it's like, you do have to give credit. Where credit is due for a game. But um, I think we know what Dak Prescott's ceiling is and who he is as a quarterback. I believe firmly he's the most overrated quarterback in this league. You know, and I'm not shy. Oh, oh, oh. That's the text that, message you didn't, get, you didn't get, oh, Mike. This is not a clickbait gabble right here. This is not, yo, I'm trying to pull reviews, whatever. Um, it's your show, so I'm pretty sure you would want me to do that. But it's like 11 interceptions since he came back. The, he has to be more protective of the football. Turning the ball over in the playoffs is only going to get you sent back into Cancun. So um, I think he's overrated. But in the same sense, I give him credit for bouncing back from that pick six. That was terrible as well. Here go my yeah, thoughts, people. Not even saying like, yeah, I'm not even saying that he's like this crazy elite quarterback. 
just be saying people be going crazy people be hating on him and i'm like he's he's probably the 12th or 13th or 14th best quarterback in the league and he's consistently like that every week you know what you're gonna get i like that in quarterback he go my raw thoughts on my raw thoughts ladies and gentlemen you already know i'm a 49ers fan so here we go ladies and gentlemen it's a qb competition and it's going to be between Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Let me tell you, people, I have watched Jimmy G for the past few years. Jimmy G, ever since he got hurt in 2017 or 18 at Kansas City, um, towards ACL, he's really not been mobile. Like, when they first got him, he was moving around the pocket, and Kyle Shanahan offense demands somebody to move around the pocket. He's not been the same, so he's been – every pass he threw, if he see pressure, he's going to just stand in there, make the throw, make the throw, Interception and not make throw, make throw. I'm going to be honest. The 49ers offense has been stagnant since Jimmy G had it. I mean, Trey Lance is still grooming. He still has potential. Jimmy G had the offense. We we were scoring like 23 points or less. Since this guy, Brock Purdy, has started, we have been scoring 35 points or more. Or, I mean, 35, I say 35 points or less, but this week we scored 37. So we always put up at least 35 points, which is good in NFL to score 35 points. Same offense, same players, same people around. Let me tell you something. George Kittle has came back alive under the Purdy show. I, I put up a stat the other day that since the last six years, he's um, – Travis Kelsey has 2,000 um, – 34, 35 yards, and Kelsey has 2,202 yards. Travis Kelsey only has four more touchdowns more than George Kittle. George Kittle is a really, really blocking tight end compared to Travis Kelsey. You know um, Patrick Mahomes throws the ball a lot. But look at that. This guy brought Purdy. He may be a rookie. He reminds me of the Kaepernick situation. Somebody gets hurt. They get to the Super Bowl. He's a guy. Now, am I saying what Brock Purdy is going to do next season? I don't know. But I know his college numbers were not bad at all. And now bringing him in, and you have Jimmy G, who's a game manager. This guy's chunking the ball down the field with a really good defense. At this point, I feel like the 49ers going to have to go in the direction of young dude and another young dude. Let's see what we got. We don't know how healthy Jimmy G going to be. Jimmy G gets hurt every year, and we're not scoring a lot of points. Sometimes those situations where we score touchdowns this season since Brock Purdy, been start- since Brock Purdy has been starting were field goals with Jimmy G. I'm just going to be real. And, I, and I'm going to tell you one more concept, raw thoughts. People always say, what is Brock Purdy going to do when he has to score with a team against a team? I'm going to give you all the other side of this. What if Brock Purdy doesn't have to compete with another quarterback? What if the 49ers number one rate defense stops the other team from scoring a lot of points? People never talk about – they always talk about him scoring against Aaron Rodgers, scoring against Jalen Hurts. It's not – Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy. It's Jalen Hurts versus number one defense football. It's Aaron Rodgers versus number one defense in football. It's Dak Prescott versus number one defense in football. That's who they got to score against. Now, what if this team bees like the Ravens and say, hey, look, Brock Purdy, we got you. You won't have to be in this situation because we're going to take care of those situations. That's my raw thoughts. Jimmy G, you had a nice life. Have a good one. You're going to make a lot of money. You might go to New York. New York Giants yeah. may want you. New York Jets. So, with that being said, I just feel like this young stud, being mobile, moving around, fits the system. That's it. Raw thoughts. But uh, go ahead. Y'all go ahead and say what you got to say. Speaking of Jimmy G. Oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> go Speaking ahead. of her. Speaking of Jimmy G being out on the, <laughs> on the move, maybe that dream you were having yeah, wasn't that one great. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it again. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of Jimmy G on the move, maybe that dream you were having wasn't necessarily for Tom Brady to the Raiders. Maybe it was Tom Brady's backup quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders. I'd like that personally a lot more. I would say, you know, I think I think my dream is real. I think I am the little Shaddam, so I'm going to have to question myself if my dream is not accurate. But, you know, I think for me – Responding to the 49ers take, when it comes to the fourth quarter, you know it's Brock Purdy versus Jalen Hurts. When you talk about that thriller last year, Mahomes versus um Josh Allen, that's when it became the quarterback battle because the defense couldn't stop a nosebleed, right? But I will ask you this question, um, Ryan, and feel free, Mike, to chime in. I was thinking about this, right? I have no life. So when it comes to thinking, just random thoughts, I do it. <laughs> uh, when it comes to Brock Purdy. Because I thought about this in my head. If he becomes the first ever quarterback to win a Super Bowl, better yet get there but win it as a rookie, 
where does he rank when we talk about historical status? Because I am the firm believer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not trying to get too high takey take, right? Right. Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's on my wall. Undeniable. That's not no being doubt. No doubt. In no doubt. Time zone. In any time period, whatever. Okay. Even if we turn into robots and the robots play the game, it's not happening. He's the GOAT. But if Bob Purdy does something that hasn't been done, and that's the key word, that hasn't been done before, where does he rank if he wins this chip this year? I, I'm going to say, I, I think that's like the best ever at the moment as a rookie. But I'm going to be real. Raw thoughts? The 49 is going to be in a tough spot because, like, when you win a Super Bowl as a rookie, yeah. you cannot just let him go. So that means that they do have high value. Maybe they said they like Jimmy G to come back, which I hope not. Yeah, Trey Lance. I'm telling you, the person I don't want to be right now is Kyle Shanahan. Trying to, like he said the other day in the presser. He said it yesterday. They said, what about the quarterback situation? He said, I don't want to worry about it until August. So that lets me know yeah, he, he don't want to be up. in this mood to make the wrong decision. He's not going to be up 21-0 to in the Super Bowl and take Brock Purdy out. Because he's like, oh, I'm worried about financial status. Like, yeah. That'd be, like, that be the worst yeah. mistake ever in the Super Bowl history. Tanking on the Super Bowl? Oh, boy. Uh, if he, he wins the Super quick. Bowl, he's in. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's in. It's over. So, Trade Trey Lance to Detroit or something. Okay, okay. So, you basically, you already answered it. Because I asked you, if he wins the Super Bowl, he's the, the starter for next season. Yeah, you trade Trey Lance. But you're not going to get the – So, you, you said trade Trey Lance to keep Jimmy G. No, 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 no. Brock Purdy. Jimmy's out, dude. I'm saying Brock Purdy be there. I mean, Brock Purdy be there, but I'm, I feel like the 49ers gonna keep one or the other. They gonna either if Brock Purdy wins Super Bowl, I think they are gonna keep Jimmy G or Trey Lance. So you think that if this not gonna be no Knicks Foles thing, but Knicks Foles won the Super Bowl, they got rid of him. That's not happening in San Francisco. They gonna keep this guy. Yeah, if I, Jimmy I cuts his that. contract in half, he's still gonna be making like eight million dollars to be backup Ooh. quarterback to a Mister Relevant. He's relevant now, though. <laughs> <laughs> the financial aspect, but oh, that, that's tough. The financial thing did make sense. I think for me, the thing I like is I want my young quarterback and I want to experience backup to back him up in case, right? So that's what I was thinking of. Like Jimmy G be the backup, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you can bring in Jimmy and G, you get some but if you get Trey and Brock, that's all I've been thinking about it for the past two days. You get Trey and Brock. You got two young quarterbacks who still young quarterbacks. But look at that Brock Purdy compared to Trey Lance. I know Trey Lance got hurt game to game two. But this Brock Purdy can't be putting up points. But now if you bring yeah. in Trey Lance, and I see Trey Lance last year, this year, it wasn't really terrific. I'm not saying that Trey Lance, Trey Lance, the good part about Trey Lance is that Trey Lance doesn't have a lot of miles on him, if that makes sense. Like yeah. his college career, he got a lot of miles. How about trading both of them and stockpiling assets? Because if Bob Purdy wins, he's probably going to get paid at some point. Yeah. So you don't want to pay your top, your, your QB one top dollar and the backup, the highest backup payroll. Like, nah, I'm about to trade both of them. Yeah, I also feel like I feel like Trey's going to want to start at this point in his career. He's not going back to a backup role. Jimmy G wants to start at this point in his career. He's not going to a backup That's why he's going to the Giants. He going to the, the Giants. Giants. Jets, because yeah. I thought about Jimmy G. Everybody looks at him as like a little pretty boy. Right? I thought this off topic. Everybody thinks he's just God's gift to women. So why not be in a better place than New York? Who puts the media, put the face? He fixed the mold. He was in the Patriots. Put him on TV. Put him up there on um, Time Magazine. He liked that. He ain't gonna get that in San Francisco. In New York, you yeah. know they might lose. When I go to Super Bowl, they gonna love this man. I know they are. So the Jets, the Jets are trending towards looking similar to a Niner team that he went with. I mean, he there. knows all the coaches that for that because the thing about yeah. San Francisco, they've been getting rid of coaches and sending coaches. A lot of coaches went with the uh, Miami Dolphins. A lot of coaches went with the yeah. the the Jets. Um, Sean, um, Sean McVay had a few four Niners coaches from the Washington team that went with him his way. Yeah. So you know, it, it's we're going to see it. So We're going to see the race. We're going to see the race for Lamar Jackson between the Jets. And the Dolphins, and if Brady does leave, maybe the Bucks. Those three teams are going to race for Lamar Jackson, and the teams that lose out on that are going to go for Jimmy. I'm going to give you some raw thoughts for real, since you want to say that. If Lamar Jackson was in San Francisco, good God almighty. Y'all going to have 10 quarterbacks, Brian. Y'all going to have 10 quarterbacks. No, what I'm saying is we had to get rid of it. I'm saying if we had a choice to have Lamar Jackson over everybody else, you know, everybody's going to have to be for sale. Is what my boy would he, say. They for sale. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson in this offense, his deep ball, his ability to move out the pocket, he don't have to force that. Good God am I. A strong running game. This guy will put up some immaculate numbers. And I'm saying that because I'm thinking about Debo, Kittle, 
You don't see he would not have to force anything. He would have to win the game. And then he can use his legs when it's time to use it compared to using it for running for his life. And he has an arm. So that's my raw thoughts. Y'all chime in. Tell me what you think. I might be y'all might think on cuckoo or foolish. That's that's <laughs> the idea for Trey Lance. The idea that you just said, the exact but, but plan he laid out <laughs> is the idea for Trey Lance. That's why they drafted him. Well, <laughs> and we got a telephone call. With that being said, we're gonna end the show with this. I think I think the coach calling hey, in right hey, now. <laughs> Brady, Brady's like, yeah, I am going to the Raiders. Tell Dana White not to spoil it this time. Plug <laughs> <laughs> yourself in, real Liv. Definitely. The market should be for Jimmy G. He ain't signed a deal. Ninety nine pod is not nineteen ninety nine anymore. Podcast on Spotify, Apple, and um, catch me on YouTube, Real Little TV. We got the content dropping. This is actually the last show I'm doing in the new year. I'm going to start back up next Monday for 23. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, let's get it. Go ahead, Mike. NFL, Mike. YouTube happy, sensation. Yeah. Happy TikTok <laughs> sensation, <laughs> as a matter of fact. TikTok. Tomorrow, follow yeah, me on TikTok, yeah. people. Woo. That's me doing <laughs> the juju right there. But uh, yeah, follow me on TikTok. NFL, Mike. We're growing a good community over there. Follow me on Instagram, NFL, Mike. But the biggest thing, if you guys are YouTube uh, guys and you guys like shows like this, me. Joe or me, Joe and Tony do almost the exact same thing. We just get on here, we give our raw thoughts, as Ryan would say, talk some ball, and and it's a lot of fun. So go to the MJT Football YouTube channel for the podcast people, people that like TikToks and and quick hit content, Instagram and TikTok, NFL Mike. With that being said, it's Mr. Jones, and I'm kind of like real live. This may be my last podcast for the year, but guess what? When you see me again, somebody will have a birthday. So I may either do it on my birthday, that Monday, or I may say, you know what, I'm not. January the 2nd, a star was born. So, you know, that was me. So with that being said, I'm happy to have this podcast. I'm happy to be on my podcast with Real Lil and NFL Mike because these guys have made me to the point I'm, I might be content when I do another podcast till my birthday is over with. So with that being said, y'all already got the raw thoughts. Raw minds on all podcast platforms. Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. I ain't gonna lie, when I looked at some stuff on Linktree, I'm on a whole lot of stuff I never even knew I was on. So with that being said, <laughs> right, right, I had to check up on my analytics and figure out, like, wait a minute, I didn't know I was on this, on that. I said, well, shout out to the wife and my lady, Miss Jones, because I don't know how she put that together, because I didn't even know about that. She must have did it herself, because I didn't do it. But it, it is what it is. Raw thoughts here. My guy trending and don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, Raw Mind, Raw Thoughts is out. Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition.